An important step forward for managing patients in emergency care has been published in The Lancet. The first study of its kind has demonstrated the prophylactic use of methylprednisolone 24 hours before extubation can dramatically reduce post-extubation laryngeal edema and any need for reintubation. In a cohort of nearly 700 patients, Bruno Francoise from Limoges and colleagues found a seven-fold reduction in the incidence of post-extubation laryngeal edema, and only 8% of patients in the treatment arm needed reintubation, compared with 54% in the placebo arm. I called in to see Rupert Pierce, who wrote the Lancet comments on this, and I asked him what the trial means and first about why it was needed. The need to intubate patients who are critically ill is a very important and life-saving treatment. But what we do know is that those patients who, after they recover from a critical illness, will need to be weaned gradually from a ventilator so that they can go back to normal respiration. And that process can be very complicated. Sooner or later, a patient who's had a tracheal tube placed so they can be ventilated will need to have that tube removed. And we know that if the decision to remove the tube is taken too early and the patient needs to have the tube replaced, that that's a very dangerous thing to happen, that it's associated with a, a big increase in morbidity and mortality for that patient. So what we need to do is find more ways of improving the safety of, of mechanical ventilation for critically ill patients. What did they undertake in this study? Well, what these researchers did is a new approach to an old problem. It has been tried several times that the use of steroids to reduce the, the swelling, the edema of the airways caused by intubation in the hope that this may prevent a patient needing to be re-intubated. And several researchers have given steroids to patients who've had obvious evidence of laryngeal edema following the removal of a tracheal tube. Have a what hasn't been done before in a study of this size is the use of prophylactic steroids for a, a period of 24 hours prior to extubation to give the patient a, a better chance of that treatment being effective for that patient. And that's what these researchers did in a very well-conducted multicenter trial and showed very effectively that the use of steroids in a prophylactic dose can prevent patients from developing laryngeal edema following extubation and also that the number of patients who consequently require the tube to be replaced as a result of laryngeal edema is subsequently reduced as well. And would it be easy enough to add this treatment into the treatment that a patient is already receiving and would it be easy enough and would the patient be able to take this on? Very much so. The patient themselves would, would know really not that much about it. A typical critically ill patient even during weaning from a ventilator will only be reasonably limited awareness of the various treatments that they're receiving and wouldn't have to do anything extra and they wouldn't notice any side effects or complications either. Probably the only difficulty with this treatment, the only slight complex part of using it effectively in practice is being able to identify those patients who you want to extubate 24 hours in advance so that you can give them the 24-hour course of steroids and thereby reduce their chances of needing to be re-intubated. Apart from that, this is the type of treatment that could be very, very rapidly introduced into treatment in any intensive care unit today if you wish to do that. And what kind of factors are you looking for to choose the right kind of patients for this treatment? 
Well, in this trial, they looked at patients who'd been intubated for more than three days. So the first thing we would do would be we would be looking to identify patients who'd been intubated for longer than three days, and that would really be as much criteria as we would apply, and we would try and apply it on a blanket basis to all patients who fulfilled that criterion. Are there any patients who are not suitable? With every treatment, you always have to look carefully for risks and benefits in patients who may not benefit. We probably wouldn't add steroids to patients who are already on some kind of steroid dose already. We would probably avoid the treatment in those cases. But really, the complications of methylprednisolone and the dose used appear to be very low in this study. Rupert Pearce talking to me at his office in the London Hospital. For the Audio Journal of Medicine, I'm Karen Register.